Welcome to the first ever Mud Brothers podcast. I'm here with uh, Rico Moore. Hey, hey. And yours truly, Dave Claxton. We are going to go through today, we're going to talk about North American Championships, we're going to talk a little bit about the tribe itself, and we'll just have basic OCR talk in general. We're going to have no limits and just shoot from the hip with whatever comes up. So Rico, tell me man, tell what, what motivated you to start the tribe in the beginning. Oh yeah, most definitely. I, you know, I can't believe it's going on year two coming up December 28th or, or uh, 30th, but about two years ago, just uh, closing out 2016, I really wanted to be more motivated, more inclined, and more, uh, I got more interested in learning about OCR. Uh, going into 2000, coming out of 2015, you know, I just did my first book of Spartans, you know, <laughs> I went there just on a, hey, let's try this thing, and never knew anything about it, and, you know, uh, after my first Spartans friend found out you can do you know, a trifecta, and I thought, man, I thought I was a man back then, you know, I was like, oh, I got, uh, I don't know, like, 20-something in open division, and like, oh, man, that's just so awesome, and, well, the uh, trifecta medals are the out. coolest medals anyway. I was, yeah, and I was nothing, but I was the epitome of a uh, Spartan groupie, I mean, I think, you know, nothing else was mattered besides Spartan, and, um, turned out in December of 2016, I believe I went up to oh goodness um, I don't want to have a mental uh, my age is showing right here oh duel later uh, it was a, a maybe about an hour away from here it was a two lane obstacle uh, race and I ran into Cal and Elizabeth you know fellow traveling members and I tell you what they to me, they walked in like the old west, you know, coming in the saloon with the swinging doors and the music <laughs> stops and everything, because they had these the coolest jackets I ever saw. I said, uh, "OCR World Championship." Like I was like just a groupie, instant groupie. I was like, you know, I saw all their patches they had, and they had these bracelets. I'm like, they have bracelets you can wear that if you or bands, and if you keep it, you know, you're that much more awesome. And I was like, you know, tell me more about this. <laughs> OCR world that I'd never heard about outside of, you know, Spartan. From there, I'm like, yeah, I need to know more about this. So, um, just, you know, got on Facebook, got, you know, I, you know, I was involved with some Spartan groups, but, you know, for me, no, no knock against them, but, you know, it's more of just Metal Mondays and what's the best shoes, what's the best watch, and just nothing more that will want to get me where I wanted to be. And so, you know, I asked some of them about training, and no one really responded. Went on Instagram, asked, you know, sought out people that were big names in uh, Spartan world. I really got either no response or don't want to tell my my secrets. So I'm like, you know, like, you know, I just have to do it my own. So uh, late December, got on one of the Spartan Facebook pages and just put a video. wasn't sure how people were going to take it. Me doing a one minute dead hang challenge, and that time i had clothes hanging on a um on a pull-up bar and i was dressing myself in one minute i say hey you know if you guys want to do something like that you know let's have a dead egg champ challenge for 2017 you know i'm going to sort a group and from there you know i had like uh philip and belinda and rally and tammy and uh i think frank and sarah irvine 
just, you know, follow suit. And uh, originally the tribe was called OCR Training Post, and it was just to collect ideas. And uh, from there, we I just saw how so many people were just joining the group and just taking care of one another, and, you know, even to this day. So we evolved from OCR Training Post to OCR Tribe to where I was fortunate to find other moderators or admins, such as, you know, my bro- mud brother, Dr. Obstacle Dave Claxton, and Belinda Liu, and Philip, and Rally to help be the, you know, core, um, the core of our, our tribe. And so uh, that's where we are now, and I'm very excited. You know, you, you can go to a lot of raising COCR tribe jerseys and, and T-shirts and everything. So that's just a something I never thought about two years ago. Well, it's, it's amazing to me. Like, you got, like, 2,200 members, and it's not been that long. I look at some some of the other groups. Like, there's a, a Beast group, and they got, like, 2,500 members, and they're one of the bigger groups. I It's just, it amazes me how quick that it, it all built from, from scratch. Just bang. It, it flew. And plus, the shirts look really cool. I like the Tribe shirts. I think they look awesome. Different colors. They don't, they don't, you know, they look different than everybody else's. It stands out. I like that. Oh, must have, you know, I have to give a shout out to Legend Born to helping us, you know, I uh, came with them with an idea, say, hey, I want to have a way to recognize other tribe members and uh, gave them my, my uh, idea of what I was looking for. And they came up, you know, with a, an awesome design that, you know, just I, I just love seeing, you know, other people represent that, you know, in races and everything like that. So, oh, yeah, um, they killed it. Yes. And, you know, especially with us not even advertising, you know, I never went to any other group say, hey, come join our Facebook group. I just, you know, just thankfully word of mouth or people just, you know, interested or, or you know, definitely I, I've been to many races and met people who say, hey, yeah, you know, we have this Facebook group. And um, so it's been an amazing uh, journey and, and uh, pleasure seeing uh, lives changed, you know. And I know we're not carrying cancer or anything like that, but, you know, I just see so many people who just getting out there and just feel encouraged where maybe they were afraid to say anything before because they felt like, you know, you weren't elite status or pro status or you, you know, didn't podium, but, you know, just everyone in, in our tribe is family. So that's the atmosphere we've been trying to keep for this whole time. Oh, man, it's been the most positive group that I've ever seen. There, People are all helping each other. There's, there's, you know what, it, it, lack, it doesn't have the ego. You go to some of these groups and they got ego going out, out the yin-yang just... It's not like you say they they are all competitive with each other. They're holding each other back. Whereas, whereas your group, everybody's picking each other up. You know, and that's the way it should be. Man. Oh yeah, and I really like to that. You know, like when you mentioned it's my group, and I know you, you know, you mean that in the most kindest way. And uh, when I see it, I don't even see it that way anymore. That you know, even you know, life changes has occurred in, in my life. So you know, I've kind of been in the background you know just focusing on other things you know around my house my household my you know personal tribe so uh, to see you know others you know step up you know where even people listening now might be like who's this rico guy <laughs> you know i don't even see him in our tribe i didn't even know you know who he created this you know and um you know i guess my heart goes out too especially you know for, for belinda lou who's always been my wingman you know and just uh just knows when to pick up when I'm not there and vice versa, then, you know, um, definitely you, you know, just one day I, I remember just, you know, seeing posts of you or videos and then 
uh, one day Belinda was, hey, we're going to start an obstacle training and Dave's going to be in charge, you know, and uh, some of the things where I, I could trust her, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, that's pretty, and, much uh, how, that's pretty much how it worked for me. She just told me I was going to do it <laughs> and, <laughs> and I wasn't going to argue with her. Uh, it's been fantastic too. I mean, just, you know, it's, for me, I've just been blessed where um, obstacles have been just natural for me, you know, and, um, and, but to have someone like you to also have that, you know, and you make it look effortless, you know, not saying that you don't practice or train or take it seriously, but you're able to break it down too. where anyone like for me who can even learn something new and someone who doesn't feel comfortable can, you know, walk away from it too. So I like how you can present it to all levels and, um, that's great too and uh have to make it up there one time to your place well but the fact of the matter is i have to break it down like i'm not i'm not i mean you've met me in person now i'm not little like a lot of these guys you know i'm a short stocky dude so i have to break it down and i have to do the obstacle smart or i'm not going to get them done <laughs> so so that's why i break it down for myself and then i just try to pass it on to anybody who listens and you know that's what it's all about anyone who wants help i'm glad to help anyone who doesn't eh, don't listen to me it doesn't matter it's all good <laughs> Let's uh, so let's jump into, into Noram, man. So uh, Friday, Friday was the three k, and uh, you guys didn't quite make Friday. I ran, I ran the three k along with uh, my son and some other some member, other members there. And I'll just I'll just uh-huh. kind of walk you through it. Like we started out with a bit of a hill climb to a four foot wall, a six foot wall, just your basics, and uh-huh. then into the rec bag carry. So the rec bag carry, you guys would have been very jealous of because although it was a although it was still the same 50 pound rec bag it was a lot shorter than what you guys had to do on the 15k <laughs> or even than what was in the uh in the relay so i was i was golden for that i was great i had a great guy another tribe member of ours um jeff mccarthy who's a good buddy of mine okay. and, and lives fairly close to me now he was running the 3k and he ran every race that weekend with a torn bicep he's tough as nails but he's a good runner and he actually did the great job of pacing me through that first section because he 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 could do the the stuff and that dude even did the rec bag carry with one arm the funny story on it we get to there and he tells the volunteer can you actually help me pick the bag up onto my shoulder because i can't use my one arm and and he goes you can cut my band off i don't care i know i'm i'm not going to keep it the volunteer was about to do it and some guy behind him actually says to him he goes no no you can't you can't help him you can't help him and i'm like come on he was anyway jeff with a bit of a scowl on his face kicks the bag up onto his shoulder looks back at the guy and just gets hiking up the hill up the mountain but good guy so we went through there and then at that point we got to after the wreck bag carry up and down we went to the force five rig force force five rig um was actually that probably one of my favorite obstacles on the day lots of swinging so you were going through what uh appeared to be like an anchor an anchor type uh, swing to a t-bar to a giant swing wheel to another anchor to another t-bar to the bell all momentum all swinging probably the most fun obstacle on the day and, yeah, and you have that big crowd too you know you're under that tent absolutely it was totally inside that was definitely the the centerpiece of the of the course for the weekend. Yeah, always lots of cheers, and you know, no matter if you were struggling or if you were succeeding, people were cheering you on. How did we go after that point? After that, it was a run up to. Now we didn't do on that one. We didn't do uh, Lagaffe. 
Legaff sadly wasn't in that one. I love that obstacle, but oh. they had that in Cat Out. So I think we, from there, we went up to Skitch. And Skitch was the new one with the hooks, which I yeah. really liked, but it got a lot of bad reviews. Um, a lot of people were saying they were cracking their knuckles on the end of it. They had those big steel balls on the end. And I could see it happening. But, you know, all in all, to me, it showed a little bit of innovation, something different. You know, it was like I hadn't seen an obstacle like that before. It was, you know, new. It was challenging. It was it was different. I like the idea when they innovate and when they put new stuff in there. So I hope Force 5 doesn't give up on it. Maybe just take those big balls off the end and put small stops on and that would eliminate the problem. Yeah. That's what they're going to do for Worlds, maybe. I think so. I actually sent them a message and, and said and said that, hey, like, you know, great innovation. Keep it up. Don't give up on it. And they told me that it will be back. They said that, that, that we'll see it again. So I was glad to hear that. After that, we went up to uh, Rope Climb. And, uh, oh, sorry, Skull Valley, which, again, Skull Valley is a lot of fun. Uh, one of my favorites. Went from there up to the Rope Climb. Uh, it was a pretty high rope climb, about 20 feet, 25 feet, I'd say. But yeah. Friday was a nice dry day, so it was nice, simple climb. From there, we cruised back down to trapeze. And trapeze was pretty much just your tube and clamp scaffold, monkey bars, essentially, with a couple of swinging, yeah. swinging plastic monkey bars in the middle. Not too out of the ordinary, but I know for you guys it was much harder, and I'll let you go through why. Um... <laughs> Then we went down through a little wooden wall, down to the Battle Frog Rig. And Battle Frog Rig, oh, yeah. Battle Frog Rig was, at the time, four rings to so some low four monkey bars, to some ropes, to a horizontal bar. Nothing too complicated, but I will admit I fell off it because I was hurrying too much, because I was watching my clock too much and too concerned about my time, so I had to retry that one. That was a bit of a kick in the pants. I was disappointed with that, but oh well. I succeeded on it again after down to the floating walls who yeah who be cushman is that how you say his name yeah indian hills floating walls a mainstay a great obstacle and you know something very different and huge i mean just the look of it is is impressive it's two stories i've heard that it's going to be very different next year and he's got some interesting ideas where it's probably going to be even more <laughs> challenging so that will be interesting and then another favorite uh, urban sky which is a lot of swinging yes. and yeah, a lot of swinging. The twister in the middle. That was a great one. On to the car wreck, which was, you know, just jumping over a couple of hoods of cars. Which I guess they just brought in for a little visual. I had a little fun with it, and then across the oh, sorry, up the slip wall and across the line, and that was that was the three K <laughs> completely. But it was yeah. it was a fast course. I believe Atkins, who no surprise won it, did it in about eighteen minutes. So again, no surprise, and uh, just a little, yeah. little shout out to the Canadian podium winners because uh, you know we we dominated the podium. Uh, <laughs> there was all all I think all the major races were won by Canadians. So I'm taking we took first in everything. So I'll, I'll take that and uh, and toot, yeah. toot our little horn and wave our flag because we you know, well we we do when we can. Anyway, so Rico, you you smoke you smoked the 15k man. Oh yeah, I tell you what, you know. Oh gosh, fifteen k, everyone, you know. And um, uh, for those who were there, who were able to run that, you know, they can tell you too that was just a, a brutal course. You know, it's you know for those who are listening, um, the North American Championship was the first one we had this year. Last year it was called the United States 
obstacle course racing, which was in Texas. Uh, was it? Not uh, a lot of hills in Texas, is there, Rico? <laughs> no, it was flat. It was hot. It was bloody hot. It was on a ranch. That was it. There's no shade. You did have a pool, maybe maybe half mile walk, but there was. I mean, it was just. What do you think about plain old Texas flat, dry heat? Oh. Um, which made for, I guess, a fast uh, course, but, you know, uh, very easy to get dehydrated and overheated, which, you know, that's another story about me. <laughs> but So uh, this year in North American Championship, you know, you had, North, you had United States, Mexico, and Canada. So this is very exciting for me, you know, because last year was just, you know, those United States, so now you have opportunity to race with, you know, because no, if this was still a United States championship, I wouldn't have met Dave. You know, and, uh, <laughs> That's true. They wouldn't have let me across the border. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if he did come, like Anne Marie, who works for Podiums, uh, who has her own business of selling, um, you know, the metal display. I met Anne Marie last year, but she couldn't race. She could just come there and just be a vendor. Uh, so this one was in Vermont, uh, Stratton. You know, I can't remember if Stratton is just the name of the ski resort or if that's a city in itself but the mountain was no joke you know um in july i put in a lot of volume of running like over 150 miles in the month of july so i i faith in my volume and my endurance and my speed but did not matter um because for me and someone else could say when went, went that way for me that mountain and the course itself never gave you any opportunity to run flat <laughs> or pick up a pace, you know. And I made the mistake, Dave, you know, when we're down there at the check-in, you can look up that ski lift. And so my mind's like, oh, okay, ready, set, go, and you might take a loop, but then you're going straight up that mountain. I'm like, I could do that. You know, I could just, you know, kind of just trudge along. And I was debating, like, you know, God, can, can I just take that mountain? Can I, of course, not run up at, like, Forrest Gump, but just, you know, my little, you know, uh, power walk or something like that. I said, I can, I can do that. But, you know, I was, I was deadly wrong. You know, the course did not go that way. I knew it went to the right, and it kept on going to the right. And I'm someone who's a slow starter. I, I get this kind of, my heart just goes like a thousand miles a minute. So it really takes me about a mile or two to finally calm down. And so that the first two... I guess two and a half miles was straight up and it didn't get easier. In fact, I started maybe the first half mile just trying to do that power walk and I quickly realized, you know, I said, self, can you keep this up? And I <laughs> self said, nope. And, and to, you know, it was three of us in our heat and we actually had some pros who dropped down and, you know, and mine, here's my little opinion, you know, that um, I feel like if you're a pro and you get to race and everything then you know stick to pros you know and um now, I'm now, sorry that if you now I don't want to interrupt you I ahead. thought before I thought before yeah. they had the rule that if if you were pro in one race you had to be pro through the whole thing that used yes, to be the yes, way so it was yeah so there's one guy I know he he's done that he races he's in pro and he races a Spartan pro but when he does this kind of thing ah. he signs up for age group because he knows he can you know do and he's done well last year he he podium, you know, at the 3K and the and the 15K. Uh, he missed out on podium in the 3K that you ran. Mm -hmm. So he's in my heat. And uh, anyhow, 
so you know I'm with I'm probably maybe in the top 10 as we get into that mountain and slowly and slowly I see just people just walking past me and I'm like what I'm looking at my legs like I, I think I'm going step for step but I just see my podium chances just keep going past me you know like okay you know what that's okay let me just keep my band and keep my band and that mountain was just it was hell it was it, it just, just never stopped and you kept on looking up that time we got up we get some of our first obstacles some rigs and and this is where you know i, I feel my, i might be the middle of the pack kind of runner you know I, i'm not the worst i'm not the fastest you know when it comes to a field like that with my heat but i know one of the things that is my speciality is um obstacles and so an fyi for everyone when you're an ocr person who, who loves ocr we hate being called ninjas. I really feel that's an insult. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you're only good because you can do these obstacles, you know. You got to run too, okay? So um, I think everyone who might recognize those rig skills and stuff like that, but, you know, OCR uh, through and through. Yeah, and but, it's different It's different um, approaching a rig when you just run up a two-mile mountain as opposed to when you're fresh and coming out no of the doubt. gate. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, so as we get to the top where it levels off, I get to my first couple of rigs, and and I try, you know, when I'm all behind or in the middle, you know, I, I kind of assume, you know, if someone's a better runner me, but they're not good in obstacles, I'm going to make you pay there. And so I started gaining some ground there. Uh, we look around, we go on the Dragon's Back, which is a pretty cool obstacle. It's like three in a row, you, you have to jump across, I don't know how, but the... Uh, distances and those who did barbarian you know we had the version of that dragons back at at the finish line and uh we get to the uh, midget rigs you know where i see you with your son yeah 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 um, i was volunteering at the at the short rig yeah. yeah so the midget rig you really have to crouch down and it's really used you know uh, very easy to think of a rig but it's not maybe it's just three feet tall if i'm not correct uh wrong uh, but then we start running downhill and anyone tell you it's not like a downhill in your driveway or a hill that you park it is straight crazy downhill like if you let yourself lose you can probably run maybe a five and a half or six minute mile you know um but uh, my downhill training is not a sound which i'm going to pick up so i know that if it's not that great and you go crazy downhill you're demanding a lot from your quads to to absorb that impact downhill running is a skill in its own man and it and it can be a very good advantage if you can get that downhill running going no doubt and you know i had some people that i caught up to in the obstacles they passed them in the downhill i'm like i was so tempted to keep up with them because they were just going crazy but i'm like you know what they either very good or or not very smart because if we have more hills i'm going to see them again and eventually you know I saw them again, and and I passed them, and some I didn't see again. Um, but you know, to, you know, wrap it up quick. You know, went through the same obstacles you did, and um, uh, I, I like them. You know, again, never had any trouble with them. But I know, you know, our, our race was about a nine-mile race, and about mile six, I think hydration was very important too. I don't like carrying a hydration pack, and for me, it throws my running rhythm off. But knowing there's only four water stations. You know, you, you run the risk of, you know, if you run out or you don't hydrate 
enough, you're going to catch cramps. And uh, so I had a, a, like a hydration flask I just shoved down the side of my pants, you know, and uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't big enough to throw me off. And in fact, I'm sorry, a friend of mine gave me um, a, um, a little belt that you could shove the flask in. So that helped also. But, you know, the second hill was a killer. I think maybe six mile mark, we had to go back up the mountain. And that was just debilitating to me. And um, I think the sixth, seventh, and eighth, so the last four miles was really the hardest because now I had a group of two or three people and we kept on trading places. I didn't know what place I was in, but I know that going up the hills, I would pass these guys, these two guys, and on the way down, they would pass me. And we just had a running joke, you know, um, as I'm passing them, I say, hey, downer. And as they were passing me on the downer, they call me, hey, upper, you know, because <laughs> we just had that trading back and forth. And eventually I knew, you know, okay, you know, this uh, is getting closer to the end. And these guys are downhills. And eventually we're up on the mountains. I know we have to go down. I'm not the book so. Uh, just jokingly say, you know, man, if it's downhill from here, you know, I'm going to have to, you're good. I'm going to have to leave you. And, um, <laughs> I think with the last mile and a half, uh, a tribesman uh, just, you know, bless this person's heart, just took it upon themselves to just come up there and cheer me on. And I think at the, uh, after we were coming down from, oh, I'm sorry, at the start of the race, it started raining on us. That absolutely sucked. Yeah, and you guys, you guys got hit videos, with the rain. Yeah, you look at all the Noram videos, it's so nice and pretty, the sunshine, they didn't get in any of us, no love for the people stuck in the rain, because we were slipping and sloshing and all that stuff, and uh, that was, you know, raised concern for me, because I ran so much in July, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't train but only once for obstacles, but thankfully, it's just, you know, uh, I was able to really hold my own on all the obstacles, caught a couple of cramps, so I had to be careful on my running style, and uh Another side note, you know, that I'm someone who runs on the balls of their feet. I, I started two years ago running on my heels, and you read something, oh, don't run on your heels, it's bad on your hips and your knees. Okay, run flat foot, oh, don't run flat foot because it slows you down. <laughs> Let me run the balls of my feet, oh, no. And, you know, I had so many people telling me I'm running wrong, 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 wrong. You know, and so it got to the point where I got paranoid and everything, but uh, finally I had to say, you know what, uh, my times are good. You know, I, I'm getting some places or placing in events that I like so and I've, I tracked myself the only way the reason why I got better and better at running wasn't really overhauling my, my running form was it was just running you know just volume and so yes exactly and so and I learned like you know that mountain has so many you know uneven places and dry, hydrate, dehydration and all that stuff wasted energy I started catching a cramp in my, my right calf, so I'm like, you know what? There's no way I can run on my toes. That's a lot of demand on my calves. So uh, the last mile and a half, you know, I just started running on my um, a flat foot, you know? And so that, you know, lessened the impact of, you know, pushing off. So, you know, there's one of the things where I just had to evolve and switch to a different form, you know, which many people were just like, oh, no, you couldn't do that. Anyhow, um, after... Was it that um, uh, when I saw you at the relay with your son? What was that obstacle called? Um, oh, it's not stairway to heaven, is it? Uh, Stair stairway to heaven was up there. They had, that was the, that's your yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, it's that one. Oh my gosh, that's the one where I really thought 
time I actually fall because it was just like when you did it at the uh, team relay. It was so slick. Oh yeah, that was wet. You know, uh, yes. But after that, when going up the hill and down the hill, uh, again a tribesman came up there and said, hey, "You're almost done. You got like three or four obstacles left. It's all downhill." You know, and I heard that. As with the two other guys, as soon as we, the ladder, you know, the little skinny ladder. Yep, yep. I forgot that one's called. I think they call it uh, collapsing ladder or something like that. It's essentially an, an emergency ladder. ladder out of the house, just tiny yeah. little six inches wide wire ladder. Yes, yeah, so, uh, me and the two other guys were, you know, climbing up, coming halfway down. And I just hopped off and I just, I just booked it. You know, I said, crap, I know crap. You know, these two guys are behind me. Time to make the move. And... Yes, and just all downhill. And this one, I'm like, you know what? Don't take it easy. You just got to run downhill. And that's when we got to the trapeze. Again, slick as anything. Uh, after the trapeze was the uh, battle flag rig. And that one, I actually saw one of the pros. The, this pro was the one I asked two years ago for advice. And that's pro said, nope, I don't see all my secrets. Uh, this is a pro that, you know, jumped in my age group and who just left me on the mountain and I see this person struggling uh, like you know man okay I, I made a lot of gain and I go through the obstacle and there's a big crowd of that obstacle a lot of tribesmen thankfully um, especially my, my level up brother Logan Bernhardt and Rachel Waters and some others and uh, I went to the rings went to those flat bars which were very thick and rectangular so grip yeah. was a very it was very slippery and I, I just you know you're going that transition from that fat bar to the rope and I just I didn't realize as soon as I got to the rope the rope didn't have a knot the first rope didn't have a knot at the end so you can put your heels on I took just that distracted me and I slipped off the bar and uh, I tell you today that's the first time in any race about three years of racing that ever fell off an obstacle or slipped off an obstacle um, I just kind of, I didn't, I was in shock. I was like, oh, that was weird. <laughs> uh, but I went back and, you know, other people were saying, like, oh, I'm sorry, am I cutting? You know, because I was like, I'm trying to get out of here. And they were like, no, go, go ahead, dude. You know, they were all worn out. Went through it again. And again, the tribesmen were just, you know, like I put in the video, you just, you're able to block out the non-essentials, but I was able to listen to them, you know, about, hey, get that bar and chicken wing it. You know, so that gave me more leverage, able to grab the rope, got through it, went down the floating walls, and that downer guy was like neck and neck with me. And he says, hey, Rico, I'm on you. If I pass you, I'm going to beat you. You know, and so from that point on, you know, it was one of those things where looking back at that video, a friend of mine filmed that, I did not person was that close. But fortunately, you know, made it through the Indian, the floating walls, which is my, my favorite obstacle. And got to the um, urban, is it urban skyway? Yeah, urban sky. Yeah, that one it was different. Last year at U.S. Championship, you still had three sections, but if you fail at one section, you just start at the beginning of that section. Oh yeah, know, that's gone. Which a lot of people thought. <laughs> yeah, this year you fail any section, you start at the very beginning. You know, which <laughs> surprised a lot of people, but um, that was the last one. And I was I was going through that one. Um, I caught another person who was in my age group who just finished. And uh, this one guy, I forgot his name. He's just a, a, a hoss who I raced against last year. He got 
he got second place overall. So I see him at the end of the obstacle telling his friend, come on, come on, the finish line's right there. So I'm thinking, okay, he just finished. I might, I might be closer than I think. And I was able to get through the three. I almost slipped on the second one. I just was thinking ahead again, but, you know, maintained, jumped off. And I, I just booked it. And, I mean, I was, you could hear my, I, went, <laughs> <laughs> I was just breathing so hard. I just sold out and just ran down. And, you know, that going to that car jack is like a downhill sprint. Yep. And um, I saw another guy who we battled out, uh, Joseph Smith Jr., who is just, uh, uh, just we're going to be fighting forever. We fought for third and fourth place last year to the very end. I mean, we literally crossed the line. And this year, he was in my heat, and he left me on the mound. I'm like, okay. I thought he put in more training. He deserves it. But then as we're racing the carjack, I see him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm dying. And if he sees me, he's going to book it. That's just more pressure on me. But uh, right before carjack, I pass him and, you know, do the Dukes of Hazard slide over that wet car, overslide, and, you know, I kind of fall over but get back up, and we go to that slip wall. And I see another guy going over the slip wall. And those who don't know slip wall, it's a huge incline with a rope. You run up and grab the rope and you climb over 20 feet tall. On the other side, it's not a ramp. It's a, I would say a scaffold, would you say, like just yeah. um, walking um, wooden rungs. And me, selling out, so you know what? The smart thing to do is turn your back to the finish line and walk backwards down each rung. Not me, because about the time I cut up to the guy who's about to go over backwards, I'm just going to run down the rungs. And the first step was flawless. The second slipped, fell 20 feet down, and hit the last rung on my hip, which, you know, but that drilling kept me going. I just rolled up, ran, and literally just dove over the finish line. And everyone there was just, like, quiet for, like, two or three seconds. <laughs> I thought, oh, my gosh, don't tell me I dove too early and I didn't even cross the line. That would be the most embarrassing thing ever. But, they, you know, uh, people were like, oh, that was just, man, you okay? It was intense. And, um, you know, at that time, I ended up being, I don't know how it happened. I said third overall. I was like, stoked, you know, man, that's perseverance. Uh, went back, took a shower, came back, and it said seventh instead. So I'm like, you know. Uh, third is way better, but um, the seventh is again, pretty I, damn good. It is. I tell you, I was probably twenty fifth by the time I got to the top of that mountain, and um, so I'll take that, you know. And um, the guy was pro. Uh, he ended up having turning his van, you know. Now to his credit, he stayed at that one battlefield rig for he says two hours, uh, you know. So he was determined, I guess, you know, but he couldn't get it. Uh, so. You know, that was kind of a, a thing, because I ran into him later, and uh, he gave me kind of a backhanded compliment. He's like, oh, man, you know, that thing, I couldn't get it or anything, man. But, you know, once I saw you, I knew I was screwed, because I knew my race was over. And I was like, oh, okay. He's no offense. I'm like, ah, yeah, okay. You know, thanks. But you know what? Today, I can say I beat you. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. I, know, uh, I know a lot of people from last year at Worlds keep uh, laying the claim to fame that beat, they beat Hunter McIntyre because he had to give up on uh, on the on the Platinum Rig at Worlds last year. So everybody oh, yeah. lays down the late claim to fame. Oh, I beat Hunter. I beat Hunter, including my son, who <laughs> often brings it up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. So, man, that's, that's an epic race. That is leaving it all out there. And 
I didn't do the 15K. I volunteered on the 15K. But from what I heard from everybody was the first hill was steep and long. But the second hill going back up was way steeper and was way more taxing than that first one. The first one, the first one looked bad, but the second one was just deadly. Yes, and again, you know, it goes down to the, all those people who, you know, sold out possibly and ran down the hill. Now, there's one guy, you know, who that last hill, or the last one I told you when I sold out and ran, mm. there's one guy who passed me, you know, he's running harder. And, you know, to his credit, this guy was in the age group older than mine that started 15 minutes than me, somehow was able to catch me <laughs> towards the end. And he ended up a podium. I think he got first in his age group. So Levitin's my that's my daughter. So he definitely knew how to run downhill and that's something, you know, if I'm free this weekend I'm gonna just do the same thing. You know, I have Savage um this October which doesn't have any hills like that, but I definitely want to add that into my repertoire. So Yeah, yeah. Hills hills are a big part of my pro- training program for this year. Hills and heavy carries. Um, the heavy carries up the hills. There's, I'm lucky enough to have a few ski hills within a half an hour of me that I can go and oh, yeah. ramble up and down. Now they're not Stratton size, but they're good enough that they'll be fine for training. I'm looking forward to that oh, yeah. as well. Um, so then we bring this to the Sunday, and Sunday for me is 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 always the best part of these weekends, and that's the relay the relay race. I love the relay race. I get excited mm-hmm. for it. I think it's I think it's the most entertaining thing going on in OCR right now because. It's different. You don't get anywhere else. There's, I haven't seen anywhere else set up like this where you have a speed, a strength, and a technical section. And I think that makes it so much fun to put strategy into it, and it puts making your team a lot of fun into it. Now, for us, and Rico and I were, were teammates on this one, but we had, a, as well, our fellow tribesman, Philip Smith. He was in there with us, and we didn't go any one of us in our positions we thought we were going to run when we first started. Nope. Nope. Uh, Philip ended up doing, he was going to do our strength leg and he ended up doing our speed because Philip's hands were absolutely shredded. He couldn't grab anything. I, I was, I was personally impressed that he was able to go at all because I also know his knee was banged up. The guy warriored it out, man. And he, he did that speed section for us. And I think he did a great job. He did really good. Oh, yeah. And my hat goes off to, to the team at Noram because originally the speed section had like three walls and that um, uh, rolling thunder, which was essentially the tires yeah. over a piece of wood, and that was it for the speed section. And that was that was kind of kind of a crime. That really, I th- I thought that was going to make that a pretty dull section for the guys that had it. And when Noram heard people talk about this, instead of instead of just going, it is what it is, it is what it is, they threw in a quarter pipe, so you're uh, like a warped wall, and they threw in the the dragon's back obstacle. And I thought that was great. So they took a section that was going to be bad, and they saw that they maybe made a mistake, and they completely fixed it just by changing the course a little bit. So I thought that was great. Um, at that point, I ended up doing the strength section um, because <laughs> and they decided to give you some fun too. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Rico had taken a little tumble, as he mentioned, and uh, the heavy carry might not have been the best for you, and. Aside from that, uh, I just, you know, it, it seemed like it was a better thing to do. And Rico was excelling at the obstacles as well. So I did the heavy carry, and um, it was probably my best performance of the weekend. I had a great run on the heavy carry. It was much longer than in the 3K, but I I went past a lot of people on that heavy carry and came back down and did the, the uh, oh, my Lord, 
stumped for words of the uh, farmer carry as well and passed some people there. Then we went to a hoist, which was kind of a light hoist. It was only about 50 pounds, and usually I'm used to about a 100-pound hoist. But that was good. And then off to Legaff, and I was so happy they had Legaff in that section because I didn't have it on the 3K, and I love that obstacle. Anyone who hasn't done Legaff before, picture leaning poles. you got to grab it and make it lean the other direction and then switch from it to another one and then to a third one. It was also very wet that day. That was actually when it was raining, and there was a lot of people stuck on Legaff for a long time. Yeah. And I actually. And that was the band killer right there. It was. I think it probably took the most. That one in the Dragon's Back probably took the most on, on the relay. Hmm. But, oh, so, and the uh, the uh, Stairway to Heaven, which you, you, you had to get through. But it was great. I got through that pretty good. And Skitch, they changed it. I don't know if it was because of the complaints or because of the wet, but they took the hooks away, and it just became two horizontal bars. So that was very simple and then a straight run down and I hand it off to you and I booked it down that hill as best as I could um, I probably could have went up it a little faster because uh, I think I was conserving too much thinking that it was was a little bit of a longer I had more left than I did but then I booked when I saw that was the end I booked it as best I could and handed it off to you and you went off on the technical leg and I don't know yeah if, I tell you sorry go ahead I don't yeah. I was just saying I don't know how your leg was feeling or how you managed to run it but I know the night before you I, I saw you you could barely walk but somehow you ran that section oh yeah and I tell you you know <laughs> the most hilarious thing and just the whole story you know for those who don't know we um, me waving the hand off I had to stay behind a certain we had a section all the technical people had to stay on one side and once we saw our our partner run down the hill we you know move forward and you know we make the exchange we you know he had the timer chip and he had to give it to me then i i take off uh in the beginning of the race dave had a he had his jacket because it's kind of chilly outside but he had a white shirt on and so for some reason that's what i pictured so when i see this guy you know just running down the hill and i say sold out he sold out too i mean his arms were flailing he was going so fast I just see this guy in black tights, a red Canadian shirt, and uh, you're wearing like a do-rag. Yeah, but, yeah, because it was raining. I hate the rain on my bald head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But from my distance, I think it's someone wearing dreadlocks. You know? <laughs> so I'm looking up, and I'm like, hey, whose partner is this? No one's answering. Hey, hello. Someone's coming down. And was like, hey, man, whose partner? Who's the partner? We're all yelling. And I'm looking like, holy mess, that's Dave. Like, oh, wait, that's my partner. <laughs> And be like, you don't know your own partner. He was wearing something else. So, <laughs> man, I mean, I got there just in time just to get that hand off. But uh, I tell you, uh, you know, I've seen Dave, you know, in the, you know, in our tribes video doing those things, and I, I didn't get to see him, you know, muscled up with the sandbags or anything like that. So, because I, I was waiting on my station, but that's the first time I've seen Dave run. And oh my gosh, uh, you know, I picked the right person on my team. He just really just. Again, just sold out. And I told him later, you know, if you guys ever see, just YouTube this clip of Indiana Jones and uh, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. The very beginning, when the tribe is just chasing down Indiana Jones, and he's running down this mountain, flailing his arms, telling his pilot to, pilot to start the engine. That's all I can remember. Oh yeah, that was that running down that. Pretty accurate. It was it wasn't wasn't prettiest for him, but I was just going for it and trying to maintain balance. And there was ruts and hill, little rocks and everything. I was yes. ducking and dodging, but yeah, it was it was I was pushing. I was pushing. Oh yeah, and with me, I say that yeah that oh my gosh, it was excruciating just growing up that hill. I mean, um, 
this every step was just killing my 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 hip. I felt like you know like it was out of place or something like that. It just felt really bad. But just same thing, you know. Just I know that we had, you know we're just we had this little friendly wager with another team, so um, uh, we just really you know, wanted to save face. And uh, but all of us, you know, we're, we're coming in there like a mash unit. We're all pretty injured. I think you know. Uh, it's kind of weird, you know, that, you know, each each of us had, you know, uh, injuries or soreness from either the 3K or the 15K. So the uh, that team relay was, you know, if anyone was fresh that day, they didn't run those two races, you know, they had the big advantage. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe disadvantage because, you know, we got to play with the obstacles again. Yeah. Now, when you did when you did the this one, it, could, it wasn't that much different because of the rain. You had the rain in the 15K, but in the rain in the relay, too. But yeah. I did see. I think on the relay, I see saw even more people struggling on the technical because everything was water, was just soaked, was completely waterlogged. Yes, yeah, and especially those who who did the 15k or the, before it rained. Yeah, so exactly. So this is the first time encountering it. You know, so I had the advantage where I knew, that, and it was a lot easier. Now, of course, I didn't have to run nine miles. You know, this time was maybe not even two, not even. Two miles. So yeah, I that, believe that the technical section was three k. Was was what was left yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, that was a lot easier doing that way, and not taking all those crazy hills again too. Oh yeah, and then and then of course we we finished up with the all three everybody over the slip wall. Now it was a little different oh, yeah. than what I'd experienced at Worlds last year. Worlds last year, you could like at Noram you could get over on your own for the most part. Yeah. It, at Worlds last year, you were not getting up and over on your own. It was a much steeper angle and a much shorter rope. And you had to, to really teamwork it. So I, I do hope next year that they bring back the more of a teamwork as, teamwork aspect on that one and, and hopefully bring that slip wall back. I mean, it's good good everybody cross the line together, but I like that you just needed that one section where you all had to work together and, and make sure you did it as a team, as it should be. So hopefully they bring that yeah, back. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah. so in wrapping the weekend up, tell me this, Rico. Just tell me what, like, really, what would you consider a high and a low? Uh, I think you know, with me, you know, it just uh, it really pushed me because you know I was not prepared for those mountains. So coming away from that, you know, it, it was a great. I think that race and last year's championship, I think both have always pushed me to the brink of exhaustion you know mentally physically spiritually so i think the venues have both been fantastic uh I, even though you know again i didn't give me enough room to run which I, you know i, I practice hard at doing it, it made me aware of you know this other facets i need to work on but the most important thing is meeting you for the first time and your son and his friend and coming together as a tribe you know even Belinda Lou, you know, might consider herself a journeyman, you know, and, you know, and other tribe members that we saw each other, you know, I equated to like a OCR summer camp, you know, it was just <laughs> awesome. Those three or four days to wake up every day and see not only tribe members, but other racers you've seen before at other venues. And, you know, you know, if, if, it's, a, if it's a basketball tournament, you might have that respect, but you kind of eyeing everyone down and you know and just you know you want to beat them you want them to fail if they're competing against someone else and like you said at Legaf, you know when you, everyone was failing or struggling everyone was just so encouraging at every obstacle didn't want anyone to fail you know it's just that 
didn't even know Carson, but if they run a gaff for 20, 30 minutes and they finally succeed, you know, it's that big war, like, you know, a family and togetherness, which I see in OCR tribe, you know, so that's one of my two big takeaways, I just see the venue and, and, the, and the, the, the balance of the course, you know, whether if you're uphill, downhill, obstacle, sprinter, whatnot, you know, there was some way where it would balance it out, you know, if you're not great at one thing, you it allow you to shine in another, and then, the, you know, the fellowship. Yeah, and what about you? You know, for me, and normally I take away watching, like, as my, as we said, you know, my son was there and he competed along with his best yeah. friend, and normally that's my takeaway is like a highlight. So I'm not going to go there because that's just too easy. What I am going to go with, and, and you mentioned her, is seeing Belinda Lou, who, <laughs> if she's more than 100 pounds, I'm my uncle because she's yeah. a teeny tiny little woman who, like you said, would, would classify herself as a journeyman racer. She did yeah. the strength portion of the relay. So she carried this 50-pound yeah. bag, so 50% of her weight up and down the mountain, and then did it again in the farmer's carry, then did the hoist. When I saw her do the hoist, she was actually horizontal in the air, holding, trying to get this thing to pull down. And to me, that was a highlight to see her to see her get through that. And actually, I, I actually yeah. saw her keeping pace and passing some people. And I'm like, anytime I'm doing a heavy carry, and I think it's too hard, or it's heavy, or I'm, I'm you know in the pain cave, I just am automatically going to flash back to this tiny little woman carrying that bag up and down that hill. And I will instantly have motivation because that was awesome. It was just, it was a definite, definite treat. Meeting everybody was fantastic. Yourself and Philip and Don and, and, uh, and I mean, I think we should mention Don too with her amazing performance. I believe she came 12th in the women's pro oh, yeah. somewhere around there. She was fantastic. And, and she did buy me, my beer as payment for the relay so you know she's 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 good that way you can make be confident be confident when you make a bet with dawn she'll she'll pay up um oh yeah mad props to her you know just you know you know we both of us come from the same town we both start at the same time so uh that's just you know we don't train anymore together um life is taking us different ways but i think that's always the thing i'm always most proud of is that you know we both come from the same town and can be at the level we are, you know. Um, but yeah, the GoPro and first time is yeah. Oh, she she represented amazing. She she killed it. Mm-hmm. She, she nothing nothing but hold her yeah. head high. And then um, you know, I'm trying to think if there's something that I could take away that like maybe they need to improve on. They really did a good job on this one. Um, I think the only thing I could really say is maybe they need to notify some of the businesses in the area that this is going on because we were at lunch at one of the restaurants and they said we didn't know till this week that anything was even happening oh yeah and we Uh went you know we went out a couple times for lunch and there was only like one or two restaurants in this beautiful little village open like everything was closed down so probably so nice yeah yeah and that's a small a small niggling point but maybe they need to give them a little more notification for next year as they've announced Mm -hmm. we're going back there and I'm very much looking forward to it but yeah just that would be about it you know other than that, I think it was my, an amazing operation. Yeah, my, my big gripe is that they're keeping it the same date, which is the first <laughs> week of school for me again, and I had to get special permission from central office and my principal. You know, I had to sell the idea. This is the championship. This, you know, they only take this amount of people, and you know, uh, I had to miss two days of school and to say, hey, I'm going to do it again. I, I don't know if lightning can. Strike twice, um, 
that's kind of sad for me because you know for me you know the championship is you know the highlight that's what you train for that's why you do these races and going into 2019 i'm like ah you know if i'm gonna run in elite or whatnot and you know can qualify but can't go it's just gonna be like you know i'm even thinking maybe i'll just do world's toughest mutter or some other kind of form of you know championship if i can't do that one but i hate to miss you again and uh try to take on that mountain as well well. the logical conclusion then is we all head to england in october next year i think that's That's, yes another thing that's that's the way to get it done i know i'm uh, i've been working on that one already i'm working to set it up i've been Uh, trying to coax philip and rally as well so you know we'll all talk about that and see what we can put together I know, I'm trying to coax, uh, I guess, uh, Tom Branson. There's another cowboy. Oh, yeah, he's... And we love Tom Branson. He did a great job, uh, along with along with Cool Whip himself out there. He was doing a good, he was doing a good gig. Me, Hormano, yes. But yes, I got to just maybe try to find a uh, stewardess who's open to a relationship where we never have to see each other <laughs> or commit to each other or give me a free airline ticket to England. Uh, if there's a stewardess out there who's interested in that non-commitment, that's a tribe member, yes, definitely PM me. <laughs> You just got to flash some more ab shots, a little more washboard pictures. You'll be all right. You'll find one. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I'll borrow your pics. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I think we ought to wrap it up. We've rambled on long enough. Yeah. And uh, like I said, this is our our first kick at the can, so we'll be working out some bugs and some details, but we'll be back as soon as we can. Definitely give us some topics, too, you know, because, you know, you want us to talk about something, you know, we'll do our best, and, you know, we'll, you know, Dave and I talked about, you know, we're not always going to be yes men, you know, that there's some things we might disagree with you or Dave and I might disagree with something, you know, that, that makes for good conversation as well. Oh yeah, we are definitely, op- definitely opposite spectrums on the, on the same coin because, you know, just from sheer physique and, and, and the way we do things, we are very, very much different and it'll be, it'll make for some interesting point of view. I'm very much the short Short course power guy, Rico seems to be a little more endurance, although we do seem to have a common ground with those rigs. We love those rigs. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's it for the Mud Brothers today. And uh, anything else, Rico? Oh, man, I'm excited. Hopefully you guys, you know, just, you know, chime in, you know, give us support, and we'll support you guys as well. And uh, we look forward to doing more of these uh, throughout the closing of this, I guess, last quarter of 2018. Yeah, this is championship season, so there should be lots to talk about. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, man. Well, Dave, it was a good pleasure, and uh, we'll do this again soon. All right. Take care, everybody. And actually.